Thank you for tuning into the Marriage Wow podcast with your host, Pastors Gerard and Carol Terrell of Living Marriages Ministry, where two hearts are beating as one. Make sure you subscribe, share, or like our page. Now stay tuned and be blessed. Hello, everybody. This is Francis Gerard and Carol Terrell of Living Marriages Ministries. Uh, this week, we're going to be talking about the power of prayer in your relationship uh, and just making a change in the lives of people. So we have some special guests here with us today. So Carol's going to give you a little bit about them. Okay, the couple today have been married for 23 years and are proud parents of three sons. We give their names later. They currently reside in Park Forest, Illinois, and have faithfully served at their local church for over 20 years. Their desire to see everyone experience the presence and power of God in their everyday life. They were called to ministry. He was called to ministry, sorry about that, at the age of 21, where he was licensed and ordained. He currently works in the manufacturing industry for the past 20 years, while his wife works in the financial industry. Together, they have a strong desire to live by example, encouraging all to reach their full potential in Christ. We would like to introduce to you Joseph and Danielle Stone. Hello. Oh, hello. <laughs> All right. Well, this is going to be a fun thing. I think, uh, you know, it's great to have you on. I think uh, our reader's going to love to see you. And what we want for all of our listeners and those that are watching, make sure you subscribe, share the broadcast so others can see it. And this is, will allow other people to see this as well on your area. And we're on all of the podcast platforms as well. So, so here we are. We're going to dive in. I think this is going to be great. Uh, so, I think, uh, Carol, I guess you can start them off. Okay. Think back when you first met. What was the first thing you liked about each other? <laughs> we, we being honest or we tell a lot? <laughs> Please be honest. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> no, you know what? Uh, I, I actually met her in church, so I think, uh, at that time, I was really looking for a person who, uh, had a passion for God like me. And uh, I saw one time she was kind of like uh, talking about the scriptures with some of her friends. And I'm like, okay, she seemed like she kind of got passion for Jesus. That was the first time I think I actually recognized him. Okay. All right. While he was spiritual, I was carnal. <laughs> because the first thing that I noticed was his eyes. He has beautifully long eyelashes and brown eyes. And um, I was like, wow, for a man, like, he's really got some beautiful eyes. And so that's what drew me in person. <laughs> Whatever works. Right, right. <laughs> so prior to, did you guys pray for the type of spouse that you wanted? Was that a part of you? or You know what? I, did, I didn't pray, but uh, I did have an idea. So I, I wasn't praying, but I kind of like, was, I did have an idea in my mind uh, what I wanted. Honestly, to be, to, to be honest with you, uh, and it was really silly, it's probably even silly now, but I used to tell everybody when I read, I read a scripture in the Bible about Sarah, you know, and how she called Abraham Lord. Now, don't <laughs> get crazy with that. <laughs> but, you know, that just really touched my heart, like, wow. You know, a woman that really loved him and honored him like that. I'm like, I'd like to have a wife like that. And that just stuck with me for some reason. 
Um, let's see for myself. Um, I can't say that I necessarily prayed for a spouse because I didn't think that I wanted to be married um, due to past experiences growing up. So um, I, I won't say that I intentionally prayed for a spouse, but I was like, you're going to have to work a miracle. And he need to do this and he need to do that. And it was like really small, insignificant things that I asked God for. Well, I shouldn't even say I asked God for that. I just sort of kind of, you know, we put demands. Yeah. But it was like, if you're going to do it. And literally, he did every last one of those things, which spooked me. So I, I like to think that God honors even those desires that we don't vocalize. Because I wasn't intentionally praying for that. But in my heart, I said, well, if it had to be this, 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 this. And God blew me away because he did literally every single thing that in the back of my mind, I just knew God wasn't going to do. So I would say that that's my experience with God giving me the spouse that I wanted. Mm. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, because I think that's how we were. It was, we weren't, well, we were in church, but it was, uh, church wasn't in us yet. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, but uh, she wanted a certain type of person. And, you know, uh, after my background of, with the drinking and drugs and all that stuff. Uh, I was ready to cut all that loose and find me somebody that was going to be great that I can have fun with. And, you know, I mean, that's what I wind up getting. So, so it's a, it's an awesome thing. Just when God gives you your desire, you know, and he knows what we want. Uh, and that's, yeah. Well, I guess I'm the only spiritual one out the bunch. <laughs> <I pray. laughs> Second time around, the first time I didn't. Second time around, I did pray for the uh, type of husband that I wanted. And like you said, Danielle, he gave me exactly what I prayed for. Because it was like, if I couldn't get the one that I wanted, I wouldn't get married no more. Because I was almost done with men. I wasn't going to women, but I was done with men. Glad <laughs> <laughs> she cleared that up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know? Yes. Yes. Uh, you know, but yeah, it, it's good. And and people need to see that God is still working in marriage. Yeah, Definitely. You know, that we have longevity. That's a great thing. Um, and divorce wasn't a part of our vocabulary. vocabulary. You know, it's like, okay, we're going to make it through it. They didn't say we didn't think it, but we right. didn't say it. <laughs> right. Right. You know, probably wanted to kill each other a couple of times, but... <laughs> You know, uh, but God worked through and, and I'm pretty pleased. And then when you go through and you start talking with other couples like yourself and others, how uh, the main common denominator is you wanted somebody that you can share life with and you wanted to do it forever. You know? mm -hmm. uh, so that's a great thing. A great thing. Where are we there, baby? Okay. Uh, if you could go back in time and talk to your 18 year old self, what would you tell him or her? <laughs> Ooh, regarding what? Marriage? Yeah, just say anything. Just anything? Yeah. Yeah. You know how we did some of the stupid stuff we did when we was teenagers and now right. that we're older, we like if, if I, I could go back, back and do I would do that one over. <laughs> go ahead. Um that's 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 a power pack question. Mm -hmm. Um if I could tell my 18-year-old self anything. It will be, girl, you don't know nothing. <laughs> hmm. 
you know, when when you reach 18, um, and it's, it's probably even magnified in today's generation, but you feel like an adult. You feel like you're smart enough to make wise decisions and wise choices. And you think that you have enough experience or you just have enough confidence in yourself that you're like, I got this. But yeah. it's not just like to, um, your intelligence or your capability, but you just are inexperienced in life. So I think I would tell myself, girl, you do not know as much as you think you know. <laughs> hey, you ain't grown. <laughs> I, I agree with her. I think that is a very resulting question. It's a good question. Yeah. I think for myself, uh, probably the main thing I would tell myself was uh, everything is going to be okay. Hmm. You know, I think sometimes we, and I'm just saying it's a pertaining to marriage now. Yeah. Uh, I think sometimes we allow stressors to really mess with our marriages mm -hmm. and our lives mm -hmm. because of things that we're going through in a moment that a lot of times are going to work itself out. Yeah. So if I, if I knew that everything was going to be okay, relax. <laughs> I yeah. think that would really help. Yeah, because I, when I came up with that question, I had to kind of ask myself too, because then at 18, I was still drinking and doing the drugs. Mm -hmm. So I probably would have stopped a lot sooner than I did if uh, if I could go back. You know, it's like food. You see what you're doing, you, you know, because uh, uh, it was bad. I think uh, a lot of times I didn't know how I made it from the west side to the south side. So. Wow. You know, so it was nothing but God that kept me. Now I know that, but then I had no clue. Um, mm -hmm. But then he made those changes. And so I would definitely go back and say, you need to cut this out because your future going to get messed up if you don't do the right thing. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, lady? Uh, I wouldn't have got married. The first time. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm talking about 18. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I got married at 16. So it's like, what are you doing? You don't even know what you're doing. So, you know, back then you were, you were put in a situation where you wanted your baby to have a legitimate name. So yeah. they encouraged you to get married. But if I go back, I wouldn't have did that. Years and I don't encourage nobody else to do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Because it was rough. Well, you're stepping on my toes. You know, I was just a year a year older than you when I got married. What? I 17? was 19. I was 19. No, yeah. I got married at 16. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> my yeah. mother had to sign for me to get married. Oh, wow. Because I had a baby. So. You know, they was trying to give my baby a, a, a legitimate name. That's what they did back then. Right. But if I had to know what we was going to go through, that was eight years of misery. So oh, I don't wow. encourage nobody to do that. Now, I don't, oh. I don't regret my babies, but that marriage, mm -mm. don't nobody need to get married as a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, something else. So, um, what were some of the struggles with couples working together? So what kind of struggles did you have trying to work together in ministry? We really didn't have a lot of struggles working together in ministry. We haven't really had uh, those type of struggles. 
I would I would say that we've had um I wouldn't I wouldn't call it struggles, but we have different expressions because God uses each person differently. Yeah. And I think early on in our relationship when we started doing ministry together, I thought we had to be like uniform, like I had to talk like he talked or pray like <laughs> he prayed or you know, be like a little mini me robot. Right. Um not you know, not realizing that God's intentional in what he does. And so his expression through Joe and his expression through me are not going to be identical, but it doesn't mean we can't have unity. And so um, I would say, if anything, it was learning to appreciate the differences instead of having differences because God calls you together as a unit. So we're meant to complement each other. It doesn't have to be the same. So would you give that same advice to uh a couple that's getting into ministry, you know, uh, maybe married about five years and now they want to get out there and start uh, talking about marriage and uh, trying to flow together. What advice would you give them? Hmm. Yeah, I would, I would definitely give them that advice. I think that uh, I actually love to see her uh, flow in her area. And I think yeah, the feeling's mutual. You know, I, I encourage her to floor her area and she normally encourages me also. So like she said, you know, we're different, but our differences complement one another. Right. Right. That's good. I think a lot I think a lot of times too, uh, you, you have to be secure in who you are. Mm -hmm. You know, it that's important because I personally feel like my wife you know, I'm, je I'm jealous of some, some, some of her qualities. <laughs> you know, at the, at the end of the day, and I'm probably going to jumble all this up, but at the end of the day, we're a team. Right. Yeah. You know, when she wins, I win. Right. And when I win, she win. So, uh, like I said, she has some qualities that I'm jealous of, and there are some qualities that I have that she's probably jealous of. Yeah, absolutely. But God wired her and made her the way he, he made her. Anyway, he made me the way he made me. So only thing I can do is uh, just team up with her and we work together. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, because couples, I think um, I always tell them, if you want to work in the marriage ministry, make sure you're good. <laughs> make sure God is telling you to do this because yeah. Challenge. You know, the devil's going to oh, try yeah. to work on you. You know, uh, and that's yeah, and that struggle, I think, is the biggest thing because I, you know, old school was the wife follows what the husband says, what the husband does, as you were saying, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so you know when you come in, your your brain's kind of thinking that way, and and especially mm -hmm. you know to us, it's like okay, you're overstepping, you know, and I remember when we had our uh, church. Um, her biggest thing was because you know, church. Not many people. We we were going doing it. All my money's just going into the church and whatever. And uh, she told me that. What would you say? The I said Jesus is supposed to take care of his bride, and you need to take care of yours. Stop taking all our money out of our house. <laughs> I know that's right. You know, so me as the male, I'm, I'm the husband, and I'm like. You know, you're trying to stop me from doing what God has called me to do. You know, you being the devil. Um, but later, after getting my tail whooped by God, <laughs> I come with Jesus on him. And uh, 
we wind up making some adjustments, you know. So, but then God told us, He said, you can do more uh, getting and working with the local church versus having your own, you know. And so we went from 20, 25 people to going to a church where we had like 800 folks that we're sowing into uh, at the local ministry. So, you know, so God does some stuff. And I think seeing strong people uh, working together is so important. Yes. And, and, and doing it God's way. And, and to let other people know that it can be done even though you have different personalities. Yeah. Right, right. Because we are definitely different. Yes, we are. <laughs> and, and same here. Um, I think I'm more vocal in our relationship than he is. Um, I think I'm more outspoken in some respects. Uh, yeah, I'm a social butterfly. Uh, so you're more social. I'm more social uh, in our relationship. But, but like, you, like you said, Gerard, you know, it's really learning. It's not even learning a role. It's just learning to complement and work together as as a, as a husband and wife because we should complement each other. Mm -hmm. It's not a competition. Right. It's not a. Um, you know, I was laughing, Carol, at your facial expression because, as you know, like our old past experience, it was always like just submit yourself and follow your husband. Right. 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 However, um, that was something that I almost I had to like unlearn in a way because it's a slap in the face of God because he created us to be who we are right and it's supposed to wish our identity is supposed to be found in him and so if we're saying something's wrong with me because I'm a social butterfly or because I you know whatever then we're we're really saying that God didn't know what he was doing right yeah. right and then if we say that we believe that God called us together as a union we have to trust that he knew I was going to be the silly one. Joe was going to be the, you know, the serious one. He was probably going to be more spiritual. Probably <laughs> more, you know, he knew those things, right? And right. so it's just learning. It's like a dance. It's actually learning to dance with your spouse in life yeah. um, and not just on a dance floor. And so that's, that's, that would be something that they need to keep in mind. And you said something that was really key, Gerard, about making sure your marriage is good. There's a difference between making sure you're good, not perfect, right. but good. Yeah. If you know that there's some stuff that y'all got like festering and, you know, it, you, maybe that's not the time right. yet to go to the nations to speak, yeah. you know, and bring people in because physician heal thyself, right? Yeah. So let's make sure we're in a good space. Let's make sure make sure we're actively um, we're actively doing things to make our marriage healthy before we go and try to heal the world. Mm -hmm. Because love, charity, it all begins at home first. Right. Yeah. So our first ministry is husband and wife is to each other. Then we can go out and minister to the world. That's, Amen. That's it. <laughs> gotta love it you gotta love it okay what would you say or recommend to a couple who wants to get married especially in the times that we're in right now go for it <laughs> <laughs> marriage is beautiful why not yeah, yeah. premarital counseling okay premarital counseling is key 
because you're having two people coming from two different life experiences and backgrounds that's going to come together and try to make one. Right. Yeah. And it sounds nice and cute, but it ain't cute if, you know, you were taught this way and she was taught that way. You think your way is the right way and he thinks, mm -hmm. like, that ain't cute after, like, the first week or so, right? You know, so I'll be transparent. This is really corny. But um, so I grew up in a household where my dad taught us to wash dishes in a certain way. Like you, there was an order to it. Like you didn't just put everything in a dish pan. You know, you had to do the glasses first and then do it. You know, so it was like this whole process. Right. And right. I'll never forget when we first got married. I was like ready to just like lose it because he was putting everything in a dish pan. And I'm like. What is wrong with this man? Everything is in the dishpan. <laughs> so something as simple as that, because you you subconsciously learn behaviors and patterns from your upbringing, can be detrimental into a marriage. I mean, dude, it was dishes, but like it was getting ready to cause problems. So marriage is beautiful. It's great, but sometimes it's good to be informed and have a support base for right, them. Right. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. So. Is it important to pray together in a marriage? And if so, why? Absolutely. <laughs> I think it's important to pray together. Now, I won't give the people false um, news. We don't pray together every day. All, like We're not always on the same page. But I think that um, it's definitely important to do that because it, sh it, number one, we have to remember that God should be the core of your marriage and he should be included in everything that you do in your marriage if he is a part of your union and you are a believer and you say that you are a follower of christ so you can't not ever invite him into the situation right. so i think that it's vital because honestly i feel a lot more closer to my husband sometimes when we pray than i do when we're just having like hey boo you know kind of moments right. Yeah, yeah. Because God does, I believe God does something in the hearts of the of the of of the, of the people when they are seeking Him together. When you're naked together spiritually in His presence, there's a union that takes place that no earthly activity can compare to. So yeah. I would absolutely say yes. Yes, it's a. I agree with her. It's a different type of closeness. Mm -hmm. You know, you have a physical closeness, but there's a spiritual closeness too. And then also just having, like she said, uh, that spiritual component in your marriage. And, and like, like she said again, you know, for a long time, uh, I was always super spiritual. So it was it was a little difficult for us to pray because my, my mentality of praying was like, we're going to pray for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you don't take God all day. <laughs> so she's like, okay, you pray for an hour. And I'm like, we got to get out on our knees too. <laughs> so... You know, God is so good. You know, he got jokes too. Um, because he knew that, you know, you said something earlier that uh, you prayed, Carol, mm -hmm. and God gave you what you asked for. God knows what we what we want, but he also knows what we need. Right. right. So, uh, and, and one of the things I think, I'm, I don't know if I'm getting off, I don't want to get off track with my prayer, uh, but one of the things that I've learned over the years is not only is she what I wanted, but she actually was absolutely what I needed, yeah. you know, and just learning it more over the years. Uh, but yeah, so it went from that to actually uh, compromising 
you know, because I thought my way was right. <laughs> like, okay, I guess we can pray for three minutes. <laughs> so. <laughs> like, we won't go to hell if we don't do our <laughs> Right, right, right. He'll still heal us. <laughs> yeah, because that's, a, I think, a big area for couples to struggle in, uh, to do that. So if you have a couple that's starting out trying to pray together, uh, what advice could you give them? Because it's hard for some people, you know, to, because they don't know, you know, like you were saying, Joe, how long they're supposed to go or how they're supposed to do, do we do it on our knees or do we stand up or do we sit right. down? So it's uncomfortable for some couples to do it and that's why they don't even attempt. Right. So so I'll, I'll answer that. For me, I think that um, one of the things that she's brought to my life is to not be so serious, you know, and helping me to come out of that, you know, while super serious. So uh, just to be comfortable with one another, you know, the key to that is just uh, compromise, being comfortable with one another, finding out what she, how she feels or what she desires and how he feels and what he desires and being, you know, come some, somewhere in the middle. If he's a guy who only feel like he wants to play for 30 seconds, cool. The thing <laughs> is you're connecting and you're praying. Right. So uh, don't beat yourself up if you can only pray for 30 seconds or one minute or two minutes. And that's not a bad thing because it will grow. Mm -hmm. I would say um, for me, don't make it so formal. You know, in the beginning, it was intimidating for me because, I mean, I'm going to brag for a second. I think my husband is like bomb.com when it comes to praying and when it comes to knowing the word of the Lord. You're welcome. <laughs> so I would always be intimidated to pray with him because I didn't pray like him. Remember we talked about that earlier. I thought I had to pray like him. I'm like, ooh, you know, like he really can pray heaven now. I don't know if I can pray like that. So I would be intimidated to pray with him. And the Holy Spirit just had to help us over the years to learn that it's, it's, it, it doesn't have to be so formal. You don't have to be the King James version, thus and thou and theest almighty goddess in the heaven. It's just, just as if you were having a conversation with your spouse or your friend, you're having a conversation with God. Yeah. And so knowing that I wasn't going to go to hell, like our marriage wasn't going to fall apart if I didn't do the King James Version prayer, you know, it really took a lot of the stress and weight off of me. Like you said, Carol, not being confined by, well, how long do I have to pray? Well, do I get to get on my knees? And do I need to put a tallit over my head? Like, you know, all of these different things. Like we overcomplicate the gospel and, and God's commandments. It's simplistic. You know, I think he's honored just by our heart's desire and our motive to say, we want to bring you in. We want to connect with you together as one. So whether it's three minutes, whether it's an hour, God bless your ministry, or however long it is, <laughs> it's the intent of our heart that God sees and he honors. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, which brings us to that next piece of that question is, how do you overcome the awkwardness of praying together? <laughs> I say it's like Nike, you just gotta do it. Okay. <laughs> you, have to just, you have to just do it. it it's, it's, it's baby steps, right? So it's, it's taking one step at a time. And I mean, each to each person his own. So like if you clam up or you get nervous, it's nothing wrong with like having a three point Okay, I want to pray for kids, finance, or whatever. It's nothing wrong with it. Mm -hmm. You know, so I, I say you, first you got to start because you'll forever yeah. be waiting for things to be perfect or to get the courage or to, you know, so 
it was like I said, it was struck, it was it was tough a little bit in the beginning because I would freeze and he ready to go to Jesus. And I'm like, <laughs> and I just had to get to the point where it was like, okay, just relax. You know, I had corny, but I had to talk myself through it. And the more that I did it, the more fluid it became. The more that I took my eyes off of the formality or whatever, the easier it was. So just do it, just get in it. If it's 30 seconds. You gave them 30 seconds more than you did before. You went from zero to 30 seconds. It counts. Yeah. So. Wait, let me ask this. So if, if, how would you tell the if the wife is more uh, the one that pr can pray out loud and is comfortable with it, is it okay? How would she explain that to her husband? Because I think most men feel that I'm the head of the household. I should be leading prayer, but I don't know what to do and don't know how to do it. Joe, what would you tell a man that if his wife wanted to lead prayer? I mean, I, I have no problem with with, uh, with that. So let's say uh, his wife wants to lead, but he, he doesn't think she should. And he doesn't know how. He doesn't know how or he doesn't think she should lead both because he doesn't know how so that's why they don't pray together but if the wife wants to lead in prayer what advice would you give a, a man that's in that predicament oh that's gonna be tough i mean <laughs> if, his, if his mindset is he doesn't know how to lead but he doesn't believe the woman should lead that's gonna be a problem <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I, I think that uh the best thing i could try to do is just encourage him and maybe uh, even show him some powerful women through scripture that God has called to do things for him. There's nothing wrong. I mean, they're one. You guys are one. So, you know, I have to go back to that. At the end of the day, uh, it's like like her. To me, I feel like it's like sports. If she's on fire, go with it. Go for it. No, you're going to heaven for both of us. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm on fire, then I'm going to go with it. I'm going to heaven for both of us. So we're, we're one. I think the biggest thing, in, you know, for us, some of the some of the things that we see, and I mean, this really bothers us in marriage. We see couples that aren't one. Mm -hmm. We see couples that get married, but they never become one. Right. You know, it's like uh, you're not one in your finances. You're not one in your vehicles. You're not one in in, uh, in anything. Married like, or single? Yeah, you're married but single, and it's like yeah. so crazy to me. <laughs> so uh, God wants us to be one. You know. The two shall become one flesh, and that's what he wants us to be one. You know, to me, when she wins, I win. Right. If yeah. I win, she wins. You know, I always felt like uh, I was ready to take a bullet for my wife. And uh, I don't know if she can take a bullet for me, because I won't let her. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so uh, I would probably just encourage them that way. You know, you guys are one. Uh, it doesn't really matter who, who leads the prayer. Uh, who initiates it? Uh, as long as you guys are praying together, that's good. Daniel. Go ahead, Daniel. <laughs> okay, I was thinking something, but I don't want to interrupt. Um, I, I, the thought came to me that he's missing the blessing. There's a blessing when your spouse prays for you, for your marriage, over you. There's there's a blessing in it, and so if you can take your ego off the table and just show up you'll begin to discover that there's a blessing that transpires. There's something different in my day when my husband prays over me and for me. I can't describe it. When, uh, there are times, like I've said, you know. And the way some of my days are, 
I want her to pray for me. Right. <laughs> please, please, please. I believe there's a measure of grace that's given to your spouse to cover you and to catch you in the spirit as well as in the natural. And so I think that when we, it's a trick of the enemy actually to have us intimidated, shy, uh, to feel inferior, or to be afraid to connect with our spouse in prayer because he knows how powerful it is mm -hmm. in the marriage union. And so I would just say, you're missing the blessing. There's a privilege, there's an honor, there's a blessing to have a spouse cover you in prayer and to want to pray. Yeah. Because if we're honest, in, in today's times, you know, it's a blessing to have somebody want to be there. They could be willing to go to the juke joint, you know, the strip club, the, right. you know, the crack house or whatever, but they're choosing to pursue Christ and to want to bring Christ into the union. So, and even with that, I would say, you know, Carol, you know, not necessarily that I would be necessarily talking to the man, but if you're intimidated by your wife and you don't know how to pray, maybe you can ask somebody, reach out to another man to say, hey, can you give me some advice? I have a question. Everybody needs to have somebody in their life that can speak into their life. And so being able to bounce that off another man or, you know, whatever it, it helps tremendously yeah preach y'all preach so <laughs> you got three boys joshua jonathan and judah yeah. and, uh, <laughs> so what's your prayer focus for them over mm. now uh our prayer focus i think at this time it's a lot <laughs> because they're doing a lot uh so uh they're young men right now, uh, and they're really give their, doing well. Give their ages. Uh, 20, one's, the oldest is about to be 22 next month, 20 and 19. The youngest just graduated high school, uh, May the 28th. All right. Yeah, so all out of high school uh, and, and uh, doing their things. Uh, my, my prayer for them right now is that they would find their purpose in God, and that they would not be afraid, but they would be bold. You know, I really feel with us, you know, we were very young and there were a lot of things that I feel like God was putting in our hearts, but we were, some things we were afraid to step out and do, you know, so uh, that, that they wouldn't be afraid, you know, that they would step out in those things and do them uh, and trust that God is with them because he is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's good. But I think, uh, that's a good note to end off on. I, I tell you what would be really great if uh, <laughs> if you all could um, do a prayer for the couples that's going to be listening uh, that might be struggling and going through. Uh, so can you do a prayer on that? Just a prayer of encouragement or have a word God puts on your heart. Amen. So Father, we just uh, come before you right now, God. We thank you for this platform. We thank you. Uh, for Gerard and Carol, uh, Terrell, Father, we thank you, God, just for your goodness. We thank you for your grace. And we thank you most of all for marriage, Lord. We thank you, God, because you've given us marriage uh, to demonstrate your love for your bride in the earth, God. And we thank you, Father, because we know, Lord God, that you created it to be good uh, in Jesus' name. So we pray for every marriage out there in the name of Jesus. God, we pray for marriages that have been broken, we pray for marriages that need reconciliation. We pray for marriages that are going through. We pray for marriages that lack financial support, God. 
We pray for marriages, Father, that even are going through divorce right now. In Jesus' name, Father, we pray in Jesus' name, God, that you would heal each and every marriage. God, we know that with you all things are possible, God. We pray right now, Father, that those individuals, Lord God, that have hardened their hearts, God, would soften them again to you and your touch in the name of Jesus. And we pray that your light would shine in, that you would come in, Father, and heal their hearts and heal their marriages, God. We pray right now, Father, we uh, come against broken marriages right now in the name of Jesus. God, we thank you for this institution, which is one of the most powerful and strongest institutions on the face of this earth. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, did you have one there, y'all, or you good? No, I think we're good. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, uh, listeners, I hope you enjoyed this broadcast today. And I did. We're, <laughs> we're looking forward to doing more with uh, Joe and Danielle. Uh, so we want you to definitely subscribe, uh, you know, like our page. Uh, if you subscribe, uh, you'll be able to get the notices when these videos are coming out. Uh, any of the podcast uh, zones, you can hop on there, just do Marriage Wow, and that'll come up. Uh, also, we got um, to do the marriage. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, she's the drama lady. She can handle all that stuff, you know. Uh, but yeah, so definitely do that. And again, share, 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 share. Uh, if you share, that makes this broadcast available to a lot more people. Uh, so let's do that. Uh, and again, join with me thanking the Stones for being here with us today. And thank we're looking forward. We thank you guys. Uh, so we're going to be logging off. And again, we have two hearts beating as one. I love it. <laughs>